Hello everyone and welcome back to the Real Positive Girl podcast. My name is Sabrina. Happy Tuesday to you all. I hope that your day has begun so great and that it is going really, really well. And you know, whether you're at the top of your day, the middle or the end, I hope that you are able or have been able to get some stuff done, feel productive, you know, be able to actually have fun during your day and really, really enjoy it. Everything that you could possibly um, want or need for Tuesday, I hope that happens for you. And if you are having a really rough day, I encourage you to take the five minute reset, which is a recommendation that I make every single episode on the podcast because it's a great way for you to Um, in a quick fashion, change your mindset quickly. And the five minute reset is for you to take at least five minutes of your time alone. But if you have more time, take more, but take at least five minutes alone to come back to baseline, to really just, um, reset your thinking, um, and just kind of reset your day in the moment. And you are able to do this as many times as you want throughout the day or throughout the week. Like you, it's an endless Uh, It's an unlimited amount of times that you are able to do this because if it does truly help you to reset your mind, then why wouldn't you do it multiple times? You know what I mean? So take at least five minutes to be by yourself, to make a quick list of things that you're grateful. And I always say that if it has to be a list of at least four things, and those things can be big things, small things, middle-sized things, it doesn't matter what it is. You can be grateful for your lunch. You can be grateful that you are able to uh, get rid of a bunch of stuff you don't need in your home, donated stuff. You can be grateful that you were able to snuggle on the couch with your cat uh, this past weekend. Whatever it is, you can be grateful for it. It doesn't have to be huge surmounting things every single time. Also, it's very important for you to kind of just shake off anything that's causing you issues and trouble and maybe take some time to problem solve whatever it is that is plaguing you and so that you are able to have a better day tomorrow and the next day, you know, coming up with ways for you to um, either fix the problem, um, kind of dodge it a little bit if you need more time to figure it out or just be able to mentally and physically deal with it. Also, it's really important that when you walk away from the five minute reset that you are able to feel at least neutral, if not positive, about the rest of your day. You know, you don't want to walk away feeling super negative and wanting to impart your negative bad mood onto someone else because of the whole misery loves company kind of thing, which is true. And I just encourage you to be able to walk away feeling at least neutral, you know, knowing that tomorrow can be a better day and just knowing that despite what you are going through, when you review your gratitude list and everything else that is still going well for you, there are still things for you to be happy about, to be grateful about, to, um, you know, just that are, that still makes your life a good thing to enjoy despite what you're going through. So that's why I always say that. So if you're having a rough day, go ahead and take that time. But again, I hope that you're having an amazing day. And just a reminder that this week we're talking about how to stop giving up on yourself. And today, Tuesday, we're going to talk about believing in your weaknesses. So let's go ahead and just jump right in. I believe that one of the biggest barriers that we can create for ourselves is letting what we think are our weaknesses hold us back from trying new things and having new 
experiences. And a lot of time we spend more time highlighting our weaknesses than we do our strengths. And, and that is so true. It's, it seems like it's more of an attention getter if we are highlighting things that are super negative as opposed to telling everyone what we're really good at. But then also we can get um, in trouble for highlighting the things that we're good at because it seems like we are trying to get attention, that we are bragging, you know, that we are boasting, that we are not being humble. So there is a fine line there, but I do feel like we step too far into the deep end of really highlighting our weaknesses and hoping that people will take pity on us or give us more attention or think that we are in more need of help because of those things when that's not true. And we're letting those things become barriers for us because it's much easier to let things stop us as opposed to push push through and persevere. So so let's talk about how we can overcome how we think about our weaknesses and use those thoughts to push us forward in our pursuit to become our best selves because I, I firmly believe that you can use your strengths and your weaknesses to continue build yourself up to be the best person you're going to be because obviously weaknesses are the things that make us stronger. Um, one of the first things you can do is take some time for self-discovery and really come up with some reasons for why you're being so hard on yourself. You know, a lot of times we label what we believe are weaknesses too quickly before taking the time to really see what it means to be those things, you know? And what you believe is a weakness or something that's holding you back may not necessarily be that. It might just be the way that you are thinking about it, that you are contemplating it in the way that you are actually using it as a deficit as opposed to a strength. And so self-discovery is something that I highlight and encourage a lot of the time because it really breaks down who you are as a person and gives you more insight for you to be able to understand yourself better. And that information will lead you to um, knowing how to navigate your life a little better because you understand yourself a little better and how you work and the best way for you to go about things. Um, And it would be better to take some time to journal about it, talk with someone about it, just generally really think about what those traits could mean when looked at from a different perspective. You know, detailing your fears, mistakes, but also achievements and victories will help you gain a new perspective and be more accepting of those traits you think less of. So, you know, I always talk about how journaling is really helpful um, for a lot of people and that I don't really do it, that I'm trying to figure out a way for me to do it and actually enjoy it um, because I prefer like quick note taking or writing longer like posts about what I'm going through that's kind of like my version of journaling or doing the podcast, you know, is kind of like a way for me to do that because I'm talking about things that I am also going through but things that I know that other people will resonate with and um, but yeah, journaling can be so helpful talking to people, just really getting all those feelings and emotions out so you can kind of um, organize them and figure out what it means to you. And sometimes when you really just let your mind like empty out, you will find things that you didn't realize were kind of sifting around in there and you can take some time to examine it and figure out what that means for you and use it to move forward into becoming the best person. Also taking the time to evaluate your weaknesses and realize it could be seen as something else is helpful too. For example, if you are shy, maybe 
maybe consider that shyness is actually a way for people to see you as non-boasting, not attention-seeking, and authentic to who you are. And so, it, like I said, you know, the things that you personally are labeling as your weaknesses may not be weaknesses at all whatsoever, just like their shyness or just like people that are like go-getters, you know, you might think that's a weakness because you're always out there and you're... Um, very forward and you're very like you feel like you're aggressive but honestly people will see you as like a go-getter as someone that you know doesn't um, waste time that is more assertive and um, and courageous and a lot of people admire those traits when you're over here labeling it as a weakness as something bad so there's always a flip side to everything there are going to be probably very few things that are labeled as true weaknesses that are negative and that can't really be um, spun into something positive. So I would keep that in mind that a lot more, more often than not, you'll be able to spin it into something positive if you really take the time to think about it. And there is also the simple suggestion of working to overcome your weaknesses by accepting those attributes as an important part of who you are and how you became you. But it's important to note that if you don't make the effort to accept your weaknesses, you won't ever be able to work towards the change needed to overcome those things. So, you know, by like not accepting that those things are a part of you, those things are part of what uh, created you and molded and shifted you into being the person that you are right now, how are you supposed to overcome those things? How are you supposed to use those um, in your in the mode for change if you don't accept that they actually are things in your life. You know, it's kind of like pretending that something isn't there when it actually is there glaring you in the face. You know what I mean? And yes, maybe it goes back to like, well, you just said that some things we label as weaknesses aren't true weaknesses. But regardless of that, maybe you think that you being too assertive, like people will see it as like a positive attribute as you being courageous and forthcoming but you find that you're being aggressive and assertive is a little too rough okay well then accept the fact that you have that and you see it as a weakness and figure out how to turn it to make it not so weak but more in a strong sense in your mind and that will help you to overcome it do you see and despite like whoever is labeling it as what especially you there is a way to spin it and make it actually work for you um and so I would just make sure that you are taking some sort of inventory of what you think your weaknesses are so you can really dive in and compare um, what you think to maybe what others think and um, really get a sense of how people see things differently, how people see those traits in you uh, differently. That actually might really help you to be able to spin it and change those into positive things. Um, I also think it would be super helpful to bring up your weaknesses as much as possible. Be proud of the things you are working on, you know, making better and using to learn more and become your best self. And it's also a great way to become more authentic and transparent by sharing the things you are dealing with in your life and not pretending to be someone with no faults. And so I love to talk about authenticity and transparency because it's a goal in my life to become more of those things um, as time goes on and I love sharing what I'm going through. I love being totally honest with whatever crap that I am sludging through at the moment. I don't have any shame in that and I'm trying to actually figure out how to express that even more in my modes of social media. You know that here on the podcast I tell you guys what I'm going through and um, the struggles that I've had depending upon what topic we're talking about that week and I don't have any fears of telling people what I'm going through. I don't have any fears of telling people what I have gone through and I'm trying to figure out how I can use 
um, that courage and that knowledge and that uh, desire to be more authentic and transparent on more social media venues so that more people will realize that there's a lot of us out there that are struggling but able to continually get through day to day um, with certain tips, with certain um, mindset shifts and things like that. So anyway, I digress. But um, yeah, I think it's it's just helpful to really like let your weaknesses shine. It, it's okay. Like and especially if you are the one to bring them to the forefront, then you don't have to have any sort of fear of someone else shining a light on those things and causing you to feel embarrassed or feel less than or not worthy of um, people's attention and love and care, which all of those things are wrong. Like you are worthy. You are amazing. Everyone has faults. A lot of people just choose to hide them. But if you decide to be the person that shines light on them and really show people that, you know, you are able to get through it and this is how you are, you know, overcoming your weaknesses you seem like the person that people want to flock to that people want to like talk to that people want to look up to because you have the courage to share what's going on in your life but you are continually working on being your best self which is what I encourage everyone to do all the time despite what you are going through and um and it's also great to never pretend that you don't have faults because everyone does and being trying to be a perfectionist is it's tiring I wouldn't do it (laughs) um I mean I have done it and I still do it, but I just, I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't pick it up as a new hobby. If you have a problem with discovering your weaknesses, which some people might, might, some people might realize that, that, you know, maybe someone will tell you of a weakness, but you don't see it, or you know that you do want to be more transparent and authentic, but you're like, I can't really like pinpoint things that are like big weaknesses that I need to work on. You might want to ask those close to you for some feedback, you know, but it's important to not get defensive when you request feedback from others you know it doesn't mean every single thing they say is correct but it shouldn't be dismissed either just because you don't see any faults in it so you know if someone does tell you that you're super loud you're super um flaky wishy-washy you need to ask them okay what makes you think that have there been any experiences or instances where this weakness has been shown to be really great can you Do you have any ideas on how I can get better at it? And so maybe they'll tell you some tips. Maybe they'll, um, you know, interpret a situation that you were a part of that you didn't necessarily feel like you were wishy-washy or maybe there was some sort of miscommunication. You could have those conversations, but they need to be calm conversations. They need to be conversations where you actually talk it out as opposed to getting defensive. But also if they say something that just doesn't ring true in your heart, your mind, especially if you prey on it and just dismiss it, it's okay. And you don't have to necessarily tell them that you're going to dismiss it. You just be like, okay, well, I'm not going to take that piece because I don't feel like it's really resonating with everything else, but actually be true with yourself, be honest with yourself and really think it through before you make that final decision. Um, And lastly, if you are able to find a common theme between any of your weaknesses, like if you don't get along with certain groups of people very well, it could be you lacking in communication skills. And so sometimes if you do struggle with finding your own weaknesses or figuring out how you can take a bulk approach to work on some of your weaknesses and overcome those, if you are able to, like I said before, take some self-discovery time, journal it, write it down, and really take the opportunity to evaluate your weaknesses, maybe you'll be able to Um, match some things up, see that there actually is a common theme, and that'll help you to really pinpoint um, what action steps you need to take and what you need to address to fix those weaknesses like communication skills if you are not able to get along with people very well. So I would take all of that in consideration. If you do struggle with letting your weaknesses get in your way, I would encourage you don't let, don't, 
do that. Don't use that as an excuse. Don't use that as a crutch of not moving ahead in your life and um, just letting the hard stuff kind of push you back. I know it's a really, it's a lot of work to move forward and to overcome things that get in our way, but it's so worth it because once you get over those hills, those those high places that are just those uphill battles that you feel like you just, you can't win. You absolutely can win them if you just put all your effort into it and try. And when you run out of steam and energy and, um, and knowledge and tips and anything that you, and anything that you feel could help, just like ask for help, ask the people that are closest to you, ask the people that you trust, you know, get someone that is a professional to help you figure out how to get up the rest of the way so you can continue to just excel at life, which I believe that we all can if we put our mind to it and try hard. So thank you so much for listening to the Real Positive Girl podcast. My name is Sabrina. I hope that you really enjoyed this episode. And if you know anyone else that would really enjoy it, I encourage you to share it. It is available on so many platforms these days. I'm really excited like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, um, iHeartRadio, you know. So um, if you want to share it with someone, there's so many opportunities for them to be able to listen. Um, But thanks you so much for coming. And I hope that you check the description box for notes for the show. Um, You can check out my website. The address is down there too. Also where to find me on Instagram and my email address for any questions, comments, concerns, or prayer requests. But until next time, I hope you have a good one. Please come back for um, the rest of this week's episodes about how to stop giving up on yourself. But until then, have a good one and I will see you next time. Bye guys.